Welcome to Just Curious Media. This is Let's Talk Cobra Kai. I'm Jason Connell. And I'm Sal Rodriguez. Well, Sal, we are back for our first special episode, which is our first ever fan appreciation episode. Yes, Jason, you've been wanting to do this for quite some time. To our listeners, Jason has been wanting to do this to show our fans appreciation, fan appreciation. Mm-hmm. This is true. So I want to thank you guys and have a good night. <laughs> good night, folks. <laughs> good night from Reseda. It is true. I have been wanting to do this for a while, and I wasn't sure the format. So, you know, this will probably be the first of many fan appreciation episodes because we do get Apple Podcast reviews, which is amazing. We're going to get into those, as well as Instagram posts and direct messages and Facebook posts and messages and Twitter posts. So, I'm always so touched by the responses from the fans, and I know you are too, Sal, so I figure it's time to give some shout-outs, to talk about the posts and the wonderful feedback we're getting, and just hopefully to inspire more so we can reach more people. I feel like we service people with our, hopefully they enjoy it, entertainment of the Cobra Kai series and Karate Kid universe, but we want to reach a bigger audience because we love what we're doing so much, and we feel that there's a need or we think people are enjoying it. Absolutely. You know, as someone who has done stand-up comedy, you know, stand-up comedy, you're there on the stage, you do the stand-up, the crowd is there, they give the feedback, there you go. Yeah. Podcasting is different. <laughs> Podcasting, you're like, is anybody listening here? So Yeah. yeah. This thing on? Yeah, this thing exactly. On? <laughs> so like, this is you speaking to us, which we completely appreciate. It's so true. It's so funny you say that too, Sal, because... I have tried to explain this to friends and colleagues about going from being a filmmaker. I was lucky enough to have my films play at lots of festivals, including my own festivals. And you had that interaction. You could go to a festival and either come up and do Q&As or intros or just meet people in the lobby or at the functions. And it's like, oh, you got that movie. I saw that movie or I want to see that movie. And you know, you just got that feedback where, yeah, you're right. Podcasting, it's like, uh, how are the numbers? Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. The numbers are great, and that, but it's also just kind of empty. Yes, we want bigger numbers because we know it's working, but it's the fans who take the time to message us, to leave a review, and ideally positive reviews because we feel like our show deserves that. But yeah, that means the world to me. You can't just ask all your friends to listen to it. People have their own habits, Sal, as you know. Not everyone watches Cobra Kai. Maybe some point in time, they'll be open to watching it. You know how that is. Like, I got a million shows on my list. What am I going to watch? Well, if eventually they get around to watching Cobra Kai, I think most people would enjoy it. But then how many people are podcasters? And how many people want to do a deep dive into a podcast about a show that they like? So, you know, it's still a niche audience. So I can't ask my friends to watch it, but I've been pleasantly surprised by the ones that have on their own. They fell in love with the show. They gave our show a chance and now they're hooked. And like, that means the world to me because I'm not asking you to do it. But if you become a fan, that's just really, really cool. Yeah. I tell people, you know, it's almost a warning. I tell people, they're like, oh, you have a podcast? I go, yeah. I go, but <laughs> you have to be a love Cobra Kai. Like if you don't love Cobra Kai and then you listen to our podcast or you don't love Karate Kid and you listen to our podcast, I don't know what to tell you. Right. As far as fanship, I do appreciate and understand that our podcast is niche. Is it niche or niche? Yeah. Either one. Or both. Or both. 
So we totally appreciate the feedback because guess what? Our friends and family aren't necessarily fans because they may not watch Cobra Kai. We are totally talking to the Cobra Kai fan, the Karate Kid fan. And when you give us feedback and reach out to us, we know, hello, people are indeed listening. Yes. So this episode, we'll call it Fan Appreciation Volume 1. This episode, we're going to focus on the Apple Podcast reviews we've received from the inception. So these date back to August 2019, all the way up until now, which is March 2021. And there's about 14 of them to cover. We're going to you know, mention their names for a shout out, read what they wrote, and talk about it a little bit. As far as Apple goes, Sal, we currently have 95 ratings on Apple Podcast, and we're holding a 5.0 mark, if you will. So kudos to our fans. I mean, you do start to stand out when you get more and more ratings, and we're almost at the 100 mark, and that's amazing, and we'd love to surpass that and get into thousands and five digits and six digits. That's wonderful. But the fact that we're at 5.0, which is amazing. And we are going to go over these 14 five-star reviews. So I'm just really honored. And hopefully by shedding a light on it, it will again inspire more to do so because I'm a fan of other podcasts and I know how rare it is for people to take that extra step. So again, it's a hurdle. I mean, how many people use Yelp and leave a review on Yelp? Yeah, absolutely. Probably it's rare, Yeah, <laughs> you know? No, no, I agree with you. I'm a fan of podcasts as well. My two main themes are listening to podcasts while driving or listening to podcasts while cleaning. I love listening to podcasts while cleaning. I will clean my whole apartment while listening to podcasts. So I definitely appreciate that. I typically listen to podcasts while walking Nico, which is another job of mine, or when I am also cleaning. Yes, yeah, or... Detailing my car or working out. If it's not an intense workout, I can do a podcast or music. So, well, hang on, hang on, Jason. You'll listen to podcasts while you're working out? If it's not an intense session, not like a, obviously, I'm not training in martial arts and I'm not doing a circuit training class of some sort. And if it's just lifting weights at home or riding my exercise bike, sure. Yeah, I'll have a podcast on. Nice, nice. That's next level. Cause like I said, you know me. I do cleaning or driving. Working out, that's next level. I'll give that a shot. <laughs> All right, so we're going to jump in now, and we're going to go oldest to newest, and here we go. The first one's from Altastic40. For Apple Podcasts, there's a subject line, so we'll do the subject line, and then we'll read the actual review. So the subject is thoroughly entertained. Great start, Sal. And then it's love Cobra Kai and now love this podcast. The great chemistry between the hosts make this series so much more entertaining. It's very nice. Very nice. And you know what? One thing I like to tell our listeners is we are very transparent in everything. When it comes to our relationship, Jason and I do have a history. Jason used to run a series of film festivals. Mm -hmm. And in Los Angeles, he ran the Los Angeles United Film Festival. And I was the host and moderator for... Geez, what was it, five, six years I hosted yeah, that? Yeah, several years. Yeah. Several years I hosted and moderated Jason Connell's LA United Film Festival. But we met when Jason was casting for his documentary called Strictly Background. He was interviewing people who had done 
background extra work. And I had done a lot of background extra work in my late teens, early 20s. Now, as it turned out, for his documentary, Strictly Background, he wanted people who were currently working as extras, so I did not qualify. But in the end, he called me. He's like, hey, I want you to host my festival. And I was like, holy cow. Well, thank you. I didn't qualify to be in the movie Strictly Background. But meanwhile, I qualified to host and moderate his Los Angeles United Film Festival, which featured then the movie Strictly Background. Yeah, to take it one step further. So, yeah, I met you while casting for Strictly Background. That was in 05. It was very memorable. I actually recorded that whole session. So at some point in time, we'll have to dig through the archives and see us in 05 together. And yeah, I went with an older, more seasoned cast for the movie, but thought, man, Sal had charisma. He definitely is a comic and he's hosted before. So when I moved my festival into its second market, which was Los Angeles, it was still actually called the Los Angeles Uncensored Film Festival. Oh, yeah. I remember with the monkeys. Where were the monkeys? Yeah. See no evil, hear no oh. evil. They were actually they were the, actually the opposite. They were see evil, hear evil, speak evil. Yeah, they were funny. They were uncensored monkeys. It was really funny. Great logo. And it was at the Cinespace. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And in, so in, I, Hollywood. In, in Hollywood. In Hollywood. Yeah. So I had you yeah. host one night and I had Charles Phoenix host another night. Nice. By the way, I, I'm honored by that because Charles Phoenix, I, he's like a California icon. So I, Yeah, I, he really is. I'm he totally honored to have shared the space with him. And that's before I was hosting. I thought, okay, I was so busy. I was finishing my first movie, running this festival, and I just didn't see myself being a host. I would go on to host many of the festivals yeah, yeah. in many of the yeah. cities, but I just, that was not part of my DNA at that point. Sure, you're, you're a filmmaker. You weren't an MC. And I had never even done a Q&A until Strictly Background had me doing Q&As, and that really warmed me up to it, like going to Ireland and going to Edmonton and speaking in front of these people. It was like, oh, I actually enjoy this thing that I was frightened of. And anyway, here we are. But so that's where we met, never forgot it. And yeah, here we are on a podcast many years later. Yeah, so those were our humble beginnings. So Jason Connell as a documentary filmmaker and myself as a stand-up comic. That's how we met. Yeah, so bringing it back to this wonderful review, we do have great chemistry. And I think that that shines through because people are like, wow, have you guys known each other forever? It's like, well, yeah, we've shared stages together. We've, we've had a lot of time and experience together. And I think it really pays off. And might I add, and this is for my girlfriend, who is an astrologer, you and I are both Leos, so king of the jungle. Yes, yes, indeed. (laughs) King of the jungle. So thank you for the wonderful message. Sal, go ahead and do the second one. This next one is from Segundo B. Amazing host. Love this podcast. Host knows his stuff has a great voice, is funny, and has a great dynamic with guests. Jason, they're talking about you. They're not not talking about me here. I I really (laughs) appreciate that. Oh, Segunda's my favorite. You've done all the guest interviews. I'm there as the co-host wraparound, but you have done all the official Cobra Kai, Let's Talk Cobra Kai interviews. You're right. Perhaps Segundo listens to Let's Talk Movies and I have guest host on. And there can be some confusion there thinking, hey, Sal's a guest host. So no, Sal and I are co-host of the show. Perhaps he's talking about you, but I'll take it. But yeah, I think that goes for both of us, Sal. I think that goes for both of us. You know what, Jason? I'll take it. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, that refers to me too, goddammit. Moving on, we have Yango Paul Circus, and it starts No Mercy. Great start, of course, Sal. I know you would like that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Funny, informative, and insightful. Love this podcast. Jason and Sal are awesome. Wow. There's no confusion there, Sal. And <laughs> you'll never watch The Karate Kid in the same way. So good. No, that's very nice. Because you know what? You and I are podcasters, but we're also fans. We're not just doing a podcast on something we don't care about, right? We're doing a podcast on something that we love. We love Cobra Kai. We love Karate Kid. And therefore, we do a podcast on it. And so, no, totally. This is definitely uh, showcases our love for the properties. Absolutely. Well said, Yango. Well said, indeed. Next, we have L.S. King. Now, L.S. King says in his title, Dope. (laughs) I like dope. Dope. Awesome podcast for an awesome show. So fantastic. Totally agree. Uh, You know, I like to think that our show does do Cobra Kai justice. We are there to uplift Cobra Kai. We're not just there to critique it. You and I have critiqued. You and I are honest in our critiques. But we are there as fans. So totally agree with this. Yeah. Well said, LS. Now we have Ripper LA. I like that. This is a great title. Deep Dojo Dive. Nice. Love the detailed breakdown of each episode. Yeah. Short and sweet, yeah. but right to the point. No, you and I do a detailed, we do. We, we go through scene by scene. In fact, my girlfriend sometimes makes jokes how you and I will like take any little thing and pick it apart. We'll take any little thing and make it larger, you know? Yeah. We do do a deep dive into the dojos of Cobra Kai and Karate Kid. Absolutely. Yeah, when Entertainment Weekly released those eight photos, it was like, ooh, yeah, here's a photo still. (laughs) Go with it. And we could just extrapolate on that for as long as we needed to. So we definitely have gotten good at that forensic analysis for sure. Didn't we do like an hour on eight photographs? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, believe me, listeners, (laughs) we are fans. Absolutely. Next is M. Murph 71. Now, I'm going to assume you were born in 71. Why else would you use 71? Shout out. I'm a 71 as well. Nice. 71-er. You old. You old. (laughs) M. Murph 71 says, superb. Loving these guys. Their love of the subject shows. I hope they continue to branch out. Oof. A great review. So what does that mean, though? Like, they want us to branch out into, like, other properties? Is that what they mean? M. Murph 71, if you haven't checked it out, look up Let's Talk Movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have guested on Let's Talk Movies on four movies, right? Yeah, so far. By the way, I brought up the, the thing. Have we, we haven't done the thing on Let's Talk Movies, have we? No, because again, season one is 10 movies from a different year in the 80s. So unfortunately, you run into some years that have such strong pedigrees. So no, the thing will have to be caught on the next time around because we've already done that year. I almost feel like we should have... Let's talk horror. Ooh. Right? That would be yes. like its own genre. That could be a season, though. Yeah. It could be Let's Talk Movies in season two could be horror movies. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, definitely. Jason and I are both... I never use the word cinephile to describe myself, but in the end, I might be a cinephile. I'm, I might be a cinephile. I, I use that word. I don't admit it, you know. I don't know if M. Murph is mentioning this or suggesting this, but... 
M. Murph, if you're listening, are you saying that I should branch out with a different co-host? <laughs> yeah. Get rid of that guy, Sal. He like just talks a bunch of shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, w- I want to let our listeners know that everything I say on this show is true. Anything that seems outlandish is still true. I absolutely speak the truth as a co-host on Let's Talk Cobra Kai. Absolutely. Yeah, I can second that. He is always speaking the truth. Sal's had a bizarre life. <laughs> I, I, I actually have. You know, I thought about some of the things I've done, some of the movie sets I've been on, and I'm like, you know what? I've I've kind of I could write like at least like a a book of anecdotes or something like yeah. that. Like I talked to Kevin Costner on the set of The Bodyguard. I absolutely did. That's awesome. Yeah, and you know what? I could probably write a pamphlet at some point. You should. Now we have Bud and Max. Must listen. This pod makes a great TV show even better. I like that they just said pod. <laughs> yeah, it's pod. just a, it's a pod. I like that because that's you know what this kind of sums it up. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to to highlight an already existing awesome show and give our personal takes on it. That's all all we're doing. Cobra Kai is great. Now here's our take on it. That's all we're doing. So we're making a great show even greater. I do appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. This next one is by The Rock JPP. It's titled The Review That Sweeps the Leg. That's kind of cute. Oh my God, that's <laughs> awesome. This podcast perfectly dissects Cobra Kai and all of its details about the show. The guys are organized and in depth regarding all the details in the show that make rewatching it even better after listening. Ooh, now there's an idea. It is. It gave me an idea. I'm like, hmm, watch, listen, watch. I like that. Couldn't ask for a better podcast that explores all that is great with Cobra Kai, which, by the way, perfectly as a show, mixes nostalgia with present-day, real-life youth trials and tribulations. Keep up the great work. Can't wait for season three and beyond. Fantastic. Yeah, I like that. Watch, listen, watch, enjoy it through our perspective. And yeah, thank you for that. Wonderfully said. And I love the nostalgia reference. And our fans are getting it, Sal. Nostalgia is so huge right now. And one of the reasons is because our era sucks. We, we, got, we got all kinds of negative stuff in our era. So to go back to the previous era of the 80s, and I like to consider myself a child of the 90s, but anyway, to go back in time to a different place absolutely fantastic so no i totally appreciate this thank you so now we have t parker eight one of the best show recap podcast nice i appreciate the insight and positive attitude of the podcast the hosts are excellent at not being snarky at the minor details that are less than stellar about the show or movies the podcast is excellently laid out and gives us insight from acting actual filming locations and martial arts I'm excited for their season three podcast. Nice. Because, you know, I grew up in the San Fernando Valley. Jason is a martial artist climbing the ranks of martial arts. I like to think that you and I, you know, we have a literally a vested interest in this show. This, this isn't just us reviewing any given show. You and I are emotionally and geographically tied to Cobra Kai. Well said, Sal. Yeah, great review. Love the tag. And yeah, I like that people pick up on the positive attitude. 
We're not snarky. We're not haters. We love the show and we would not be doing this show if we didn't have such a love for it. And if the show didn't have the same heart and spirit of the original film. So yeah, I think Cobra Kai is a very, very, very special show. And we're very lucky that it keeps evolving before our eyes. And we just happen to, I don't know, call it just luck or fate, Sal. I don't know what led me to it, but I just had a feeling it would be the right podcast to start this company with. Absolutely. And we're not phony. Nope. Because you and I will totally critique certain scenes. We'll say, wait a second, why is that this way and it should be the other way? And yeah. why why are they filming there when they should be filming there? So oh, yeah. you and I are abs- perfect. No, no, you and I are absolutely uh genuine in our response yes. to every episode of Cobra Kai. Absolutely. The next one is from Rebecca Moe. Great job. Jason and Sal do a great job breaking down each episode, giving us little details that connect back to the original movies, as well as earnest excitement and appreciation for the characters and story. This podcast is a great resource to go along with the show. Thanks. Oh, I appreciate that a lot because there are so many tie-ins to the original films. That's why I encourage everyone, watch the original movies, one, two, three. (laughs) We still got to talk about four, right? We still got to talk about the Hilary Swank movie. Yeah, But watch one, two, three, then watch all the seasons to get absolutely caught up. So yeah, I believe that we, that's part of what I think we do is we do a service. Yeah, We do a service to Cobra Kai. We, we are helping to prop up Cobra Kai. Absolutely. I would also encourage people to listen to all three special episodes of each movie, the original three, after you watch the movie. Because now we've had time to do all three of them. So yes, in the midst of the Let's Talk Cobra Kai library, you will find The Karate Kid, The Karate Kid Part 2, and The Karate Kid Part 3 in the mix there. And so please download those. Those are deep dives into the full-length movie, Sal. They're longer episodes, much like all the episodes of Let's Talk Movies, but well worth it. And you're going to get more tidbits and little nuggets on the movies that will then will give you all the little details you need for the Cobra Kai series. One thing I like to do, not just with Let's Talk Cobra Kai, but just in life, I like to teach people from my mistakes. Let me tell you what I learned from my mistakes. And as far as our show, I would encourage everyone to watch one, two, three, and then listen to our show. Because guess what? You and I did season one of Let's Talk Cobra Kai, and I had not yet seen Karate Kid 3. In fact, I'm not even certain I had seen Karate Kid 2 when you and I went through our first season of Let's Talk Cobra Kai. Or you hadn't seen it in so long that you just didn't remember it. Yeah, I might have seen Karate Kid 2 many years ago. But yeah, so just to get you caught up. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Watch Karate Kid 1, 2, 3, then listen to our show. Of course, watch Cobra Kai, of course. But you'll be all caught up. Definitely. I'm telling you from my own experience, get caught up because otherwise you're going to have to go back So let me warn you, get caught up from the beginning if you can. Yeah. The next one is from Jordan Sims 15, titled, This Podcast Kicks the Competition. I love that. After binge watching the first two seasons of Cobra Kai last August, I needed more of the Cobra Kai universe. I immediately turned to the world of podcasting. I found this podcast and fell in love with Let's Talk Cobra Kai. Jason and Sal do a great job by breaking down each episode and offering their perspective. They have great chemistry and keep me entertained. I always look forward to when a new podcast comes out. Great job, guys. This podcast 
never dies. Very nice. Well done, Jordan. Thank you. I like that title. This podcast kicks the competition. <laughs> great. Yeah, that's a really great title. I love that they were searching for more, much like I have done in shows that I like. And yeah, we're not the only podcast out there. And like I've said in previous podcasts, I don't want to be. I like that there's others and I don't consider them competition. Somebody might love every single Cobra Kai podcast there is, but I love that Jordan found us amidst all the other ones. It seems like, Sal, there's a new Cobra Kai podcast every day now. There's a theme here. Our chemistry, our perspective, we're keeping them entertained. This is what Sal and I love hearing. That's what the goal is. The hopefully our dynamic can shine, and it's great to hear. Well, when it comes to our perspective, I think that's related to literally where we've been. I mean, you have been to Allie's house in Encino. Yep. I have Not been inside yet. Okay. But you've been there. You stood out front. I have been to the South Seas apartment in Reseda. We have been there. We've stood outside. Yeah. Oh, so, I've been there too, by the way. Okay. It's not the seven seas. <laughs> not the seven seas, the South Seas. But I do believe that you and I can share, and this is not to downgrade any other podcast. No. Other Cobra Kai podcasts, fantastic. But you and I, I do believe, have a unique perspective. Yes, we have, Sal, and well said. I have also visited Miyagi's house that was demolished from where the Karate Kid 1 was filmed. And I've been to the Charles Evans Hughes Junior High School, which the Karate Kid was also filmed at, which is in Woodland Hills. Nice. I notice a lot of movies and TV shows will convert junior highs, or now called middle schools, into right. high schools. It, it, kind of interesting, because guess what? I used to work as an extra on The Wonder Years, and we, I believe, were filming at a junior high, but for the show, it was a high school. Yeah. Maybe they're smaller. Maybe just... Easier to uh, access. Yeah. The next one is from Panice. Fun and insightful podcast. It's very entertaining and insightful. I stumbled upon LTCK. I like the acronym. Let's not Cobra Kai. Because of the show discussions, but their love of Karate Kid is contagious. I even gave Karate Kid 3 another chance and found myself enjoying it. I also love the bits shared about Reseda from time to time. Eager for more. Wow, fantastic. Now, so I grew up in the San Fernando Valley. The high schools I went to were San Fernando High School and Silmar High School, which would be considered the northeast end of the San Fernando Valley. But I had a friend that used to go to Reseda High School, and he would invite me to the Reseda versus Birmingham football games. So nice. on any given Friday night, I would be in Reseda watching Reseda play Birmingham. So I definitely have a lot they, of history. They played with... Birmingham every Friday night. <laughs> well, whatever. I would be there <laughs> watching Reseda versus Birmingham, which was a huge rivalry. So I definitely have a lot of love for Reseda, absolutely. Sal, I love the fact that our discussion about Karate Kid 3 can then encourage someone to give it another chance because, as I've said before, it's definitely the weakest of the three, the trilogy, but there are things in there worth seeing. In fact, when I went back and revisited the movie after many years and seen it as a late teenager and just thinking I was very disappointed by aspects of it then, now I can see like, wow, you know, they shot at the Enos house, the famous house up in the above Los Feliz, which is a beautiful home. Blade Runner was filmed there as well to see... Where they filmed Miyagi's Little Trees. I used to live a mile from there, Sal, over there in Highland Park, 
up by Mount Washington. So yeah, to see that movie and to see these little nuances and yeah, it's, it's flawed. The third one is flawed, but there's enough in there to enjoy and take away from because you're following Daniel and his character and his plight as he goes on through Cobra Kai. You're seeing the last of Mr. Miyagi and Daniel together. They were never together again in any movie because Karate Kid 4, well, I won't call it that, the next Karate Kid has no Daniel in it. So I love that you and I can find the joy in it and then someone else can as well. If I had anything to do with somebody giving Karate Kid 3 a second chance, (laughs) wow, I can sleep well at night. Really, believe me. Thank you. Thank you. I, I didn't think that I had that much, what is it, credibility or clout or influence. Yeah. Yeah, good job. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And you know what? I totally agree. Obviously, Karate Kid 3, you and I talk about that. Not our favorite, not the strongest. But you know what? It's a must-see. If you're a fan of Cobra Kai, it's a must-see because guess what? Karate Kid 3 is all about Terry Silver. And if we're talking about Terry Silver now and Cobra Kai and going back to Vietnam. So believe me, if you're a fan, you got to see Karate Kid 3, whether you, whether you like it or not. So the fact that we kind of influenced that Absolutely privileged and happy to hear that. Absolutely. So now we have one from JCGJR24. It's like a license plate, Sal. I think like people do their births. So that could be like maybe his or hers birthday, maybe February 4th. Yeah, I don't know. I like the JC. Those are my initials, but I don't know the GJR. But it's titled Wonderful Show. In a world where it seems like so many podcasters put out shows that are snarky, crude, and negative, we have Jason and Sal. These guys are gentlemen, enthusiastic, incredibly likable, and relatable. I can listen to them with my kids in the car, which has become exceedingly difficult to do with a vast majority of podcasts. In a world we are constantly hit with negativity, they are a joy to listen to. Thanks for all you guys do. Wow. It's very nice. Absolutely very nice. And by the way, just so we're clear, you know, Jason and I are both two adults. We might cuss off the air. Right? (laughs) I cuss for sure. But one thing I I try to do, and one thing Jason and I try to do, is keep the format at level with the show. So in other words, whatever level Cobra Kai cusses or uses profanity, then we will. But we're not going to go to rated R if they're not rated R. Like, what's the point of that? Yeah. And just this last season, Nathaniel dropped an F-bomb, Sal. He absolutely did. So we went through it. (laughs) We tackled it. And then we moved on. Yeah, absolutely. But no, no. And Snarky, we're fans of the show. Why would we do a podcast on a show that we're not fond of? I don't understand that. Yeah, I believe that probably after shows like ours that people are crude or snarky about the show that they're covering. I don't know why, but that's their take. Or maybe they hated an episode. That's just not me. If I don't like something, I'm not going to do it. I'd rather embrace the positive and what I enjoy watching and sharing my like with others rather than my dislike. So unless it's just so bad, it's funny, right? Like it's just so bad, it's great. Like Troll 2 or The Room. But, but you know, the, that's a few and far between, if you will. The Room. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. Yeah, I love the whole kids in the car. I mean, I love that we're kid friendly. That's nice. Really, honestly. And if there's a curse word in there, yeah, it's suitable for the episode. So thank you very much, uh, JCJJR24. This next one is from DDMX6. Another license plate. (laughs) DDMX6 says, it's like watching again through their eyes. I'm so happy I found this podcast. 
The show Cobra Kai is awesome, and the next best thing is this podcast. I binged all these podcasts after finishing Season 3 of Cobra Kai. These guys really get into the details of the show, and they are a real pleasure to listen to. They are obviously big fans of the show and the Karate Kid movies, and they seem like really nice guys as well. That's very nice. We're like the guys you want to have a beer with. I like that. That's very nice. I like that. (laughs) Very nice indeed. Yes. Thank you, DDMX6. This is what you want to hear, Sal. This is what we're striving for. People love the show and they're looking for the next best thing or to find out any more nuances about it or kind of enjoy the show through our eyes, just as they said in the title. And that's exactly what we're giving them. It's not perfect. We're always trying to make it better and do deep dives. And sometimes we finish episodes and you and I are like, oh, we didn't talk about this and that and the other, but we do get in the weeds. And I think we have a good way of making it entertaining. So yeah, this just really warms my heart to hear. And not just this one, all the reviews, because that does conclude the 14th review that we had to go over in this first fan appreciation episode. Wait, we just did 14? Yeah. Holy cow, time flies. Yeah, no, I do appreciate that because, you know, if it's one thing I want to make clear is that Jason and I are very genuine. If we share stories or asides or anecdotes, I like to think then they relate to Karate Kid, they relate to Cobra Kai. If I tell you I was on an extra on this movie or that show, it's to bring it back home again to Cobra Kai and Karate Kid. So, like you said, we have sort of an interesting perspective and a unique perspective, I like to think. And it's all true. Any exploits, quote-unquote exploits we've had surrounding Hollywood or or the region is absolutely true. And I think, again, to emphasize, tie us even greater to this franchise of Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. Yeah. So it's been a real treat. And we look forward to our next fan appreciation episode, which, again, will probably be a dive into Instagram posts and messages, Facebook posts and messages, et cetera, et cetera. And obviously more Apple podcast reviews. So I know we end every episode, Sal, with kind of our tag, if you will. We encourage people to do this, that, and the other and where they can find us and obviously the other shows that we're currently producing. But I do want to say it more genuinely or at least just in more of a conversational way. But we can't stress enough how wonderful it is to get these types of reviews. It, it really means the world to us. So, so if you're a fan of the show and you want to help us out in any way, shape, or form, leaving us a positive five-star review and also just giving this show a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, which literally takes no time at all to do that, it can really help our show to climb up the ratings, if you will, Sal, and have a bigger light shine on it so other people can find it. The positive things that can happen is it could lead to sponsorship at some point in time, which would help us cover the cost of said show, which is not cheap. It would also help us get more interviews, Sal. Sometimes it's hard to reach certain people because your show's not in a certain threshold yet or doesn't have enough traction yet. So like some of the bigger players or showrunners or this, that, and the other are just kind of harder to get to. So the more we have behind us, the, the more audience, the more reviews, the more ratings, it really does make a difference. Unfortunately, it does. That's just the way it is. But because it's an oversaturated space, the podcast space is, there's millions of shows. It's like a new podcast every second going live. So the fact that we have any fans 
at all means a ton to Sal and I. But if our fans share a collective voice, it can really make a difference. Well, one thing to let our listeners know, just to reiterate, a lot of the way these algorithms work, whether it be YouTube, whether it be eBay, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, they work based on activity. So when they see that a given podcast has activity, whether that be downloads, whether that be reviews, whether that be rankings or giving uh, five stars, that creates activity and then activity places you higher in the rankings. Start noticing this. I'm just learning this myself at my age. After 25 years online, I'm just learning now. Activity equals higher rankings. So anytime you leave us a five-star, anytime you leave us a review, places us higher on the rankings and improves our standing. And if you do this, if you happen to leave a five-star review or post to our social media, you could wind up on a future fan appreciation episode. Absolutely. Yeah. We do want to give a shout out to our fans. And by the way, this is something Jason has been wanting to do for a while. He wanted to do this fan appreciation episode and more. He wants to involve our fans. All you people who are giving us feedback, Jason has been wanting to bring you into our show and give you our shout outs. He's been wanting to do this for some time. Yeah. And who knows? We might even have a fan on sometime to interview. Oh, a guest fan. A fan who is a guest, a guest who is a fan. Absolutely. Yeah. I wish we had the mean sound to make a fan an extra on an episode of Cobra Kai. <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. With more reviews and ratings, Sal, these things can happen. Nice. I like it. So thank you so much for listening, and please be sure to subscribe to Let's Talk Cobra Kai wherever you get your podcast. You can also really help us by giving the show a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And for all you listeners that enjoy sharing your thoughts, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, send us a direct message, or post a comment on our social media, which is at Let's Talk Cobra Kai. We also highly recommend checking out the Let's Talk Movies podcast and visiting JustCuriousMedia.com. No mercy.